The large prospective government study called the Women's Health Initiative sought to answer many of the questions surrounding hormone replacement therapy in the menopause once and for all. Yet controversy remains. You're listening to ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Michael Benson, your host. Our guest today is Dr. Leon Spiroff. He is a professor of obstetrics and gynecology at the Oregon Health and Sciences University in Portland. His book, Clinical Gynecologic Endocrinology and Infertility, has now been published in its seventh edition. He has served as department chair of obstetrics and gynecology at both the Oregon Health and Sciences University as well as Case Western Reserve University. Welcome, Dr. Spiroff. Thank you. Pleasure to be here. We're thrilled to have you. First of all, let's uh, talk about the Women's Health Initiative. What is the area of controversy regarding hormones and heart disease? It's now been six years since the first publications emerged from the Women's Health Initiative. And the first publications gave the public the message that 20 years of research were wrong and that the WHI had corrected 20 years of research. Over these six years, slowly but surely, an accurate appraisal of the WHI has emerged. And looking back on it now, the controversial area was cardiovascular disease because in all other areas, the findings of the WHI, in fact, agreed with 20 years of research. Prior to the first publication in the summer of 2002, there had been a growing belief that estrogen therapy to postmenopausal women could reduce the risk of coronary heart disease. Then there emerged not only the WHI, but just before it, the HERS trial, which was a secondary prevention trial of estrogen given to women with coronary heart disease, finding no benefit. The WHI then was published in 2002, and it said that there was an increase in heart attacks coronary heart disease with estrogen therapy. And of course, that was the major message that the previous research was wrong. The WHI had corrected it. So now there were two studies that showed no benefit of hormone replacement therapy, and this actually created a sea change in clinical practice, did it not? Well, it certainly did. The prescription of hormone therapy plummeted because of all the bad publicity that followed the WHI. It's important to separate, in terms of coronary heart disease, primary and secondary prevention. Secondary prevention means you give estrogen to women who already have coronary heart disease in the expectation that it would reduce the risk of a subsequent clinical event. We now have multiple secondary prevention trials on this issue, and it is very, very clear that secondary prevention doesn't work. And what has emerged is an explanation, and that is that once you have unstable plaques, that means plaques, atheromas with necrosis and inflammation, estrogen is actually harmful. It causes a thrombogenic reaction in an unstable plaque. So that leaves the very important unanswered question, will primary prevention work? Will estrogen therapy given to women without unstable plaques, without really established atherosclerosis, will it reduce the risk of coronary heart disease? And now, six years after the initial publication of the WHI, that idea is gaining strength. Is any of this data coming directly from WHI? 
As a matter of fact, it is. You know, I in the first few years after the WHI, I was one of the few who was criticizing the WHI. I, I, in fact, I saw right at the beginning of the WHI that their contention that hormone therapy increased clinical events due to coronary heart disease was, in fact, restricted to the oldest women in the WHI. Remember, the average age of the women in WHI was 63, and here's a more important number. The average number of years distant away from menopause was 15 years. The WHI was not a randomized trial of the population of women that we usually prescribe hormones to. It was an older population, and so it's very logical you would expect there to be a lot of women with established atherosclerosis in that population. Now, for our audience in WHI, they were just being started on hormone replacement therapy. Is that correct? Many of them had been on it previously. And they were starting up again on it? And they were starting up again on it after being washed out. So in a sense, it was an initial exposure. Fifteen years into the menopause. And for most of them, it was late after their menopause. And so what has emerged since that first publication is, first of all, important studies in the monkey primate model that if you give estrogen therapy right at the time of menopause in the first few years, you can reduce atherosclerosis by about 70% compared to a placebo control. Seven zero? Seven zero. That's huge. It's huge. And if you delay that treatment by two years in the monkey, which is equivalent to six years in women, there's no effect. Once atherosclerosis is established, there's no effect. In other words, it takes healthy endothelium to achieve the maximal response to estrogen. The Nurses Health Study then went back and divided their hormone users into two groups, those who were exposed to hormones in the first five years after menopause and a group exposed to hormones not until 10 or more years after menopause. Only that first group, only the group exposed to hormones in the five years after menopause had a significant reduction in coronary heart disease. So even the data from WHI showed benefit in the first five years, is that correct? It did. The problem is that there were so few younger postmenopausal women and a rare event, in other words, few clinical events, that the power of the WHI to examine what happened in younger postmenopausal women was not great. So what happened in this past year is finally the WHI went back and analyzed their cardiovascular data according to age and years from menopause. And they published the results of that analysis, confirming what was there all along, if you looked hard enough, and that is that the increased risk of coronary heart disease was present only in the oldest women in the study, and by that I mean 70 years of age or older when they started their hormone therapy. And, you know, there's also been confusion about the risk of stroke. In this new analysis from the WHI, if you eliminated women who had risk factors for stroke or women over the age of 60, there was no increase in stroke associated with estrogen therapy. Was there any protective effect? As a matter of fact, there was. The WHI had a study within their study, a coronary artery calcium study, PET scanning, and they found that the treated group 
had a 61% reduction in coronary artery calcification compared to the placebo arm. In other words, that estrogen exposure in that younger population reduced the progression of atherosclerosis. And I want to point out that similar studies have been done with statins. And those studies failed to find that profound reduction in progression with statins. So this cries for a randomized trial comparing estrogen to statins in young postmenopausal women. It may very well be possible that estrogen is actually more effective in primary prevention of coronary heart disease. And I want to add one more point. There's a very large observation arm in the WHI. Over 53,000 women are being followed, and we sometimes forget that that's uh, in existence. There's been one publication from the WHI in the observation arm. There was a profound reduction in cardiovascular events in the women on hormone therapy in the observation arm, a 50% reduction in coronary events and strokes. Now, they went to great lengths to explain why it differed with their clinical trial, and I think there's an obvious explanation. In the observation arm, the women on hormone therapy are the ones we usually prescribe hormones to, a young postmenopausal group of women, mainly women in their 50s. In the clinical trial, it was just the opposite. It was old women. Is there a dose-response effect, and what about duration? Yeah, we don't have enough data to answer dose. There is one study in the monkey model that demonstrated that half the dose given in the WHI still had a protective effect on atherosclerosis. So few women have been on lower doses. We don't have data. We do have some evidence from case control studies that the longer duration of exposure, the greater protective effect on coronary heart disease. And that is somewhat true in the WHI as well. In other words, the women who stayed on therapy and didn't drop out of the study demonstrated, the young women, the young postmenopause women, demonstrated a reduction in coronary events. I want to thank our guest, Dr. Leon Spiroff, Professor of Obstetrics and Gynecology at the Oregon Health and Sciences University in Portland. We have been discussing the effects of hormone replacement therapy in menopause on the risk of cardiovascular disease. I'm your host, Dr. Michael Benson. You have been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions through our website at ReachMD.com, which now features our entire medical show library and on-demand podcasts. Be safe. Be informed. Thank you for listening.